Hello, good, and good afternoon to everyone. We are on the call, produced by the Stars Among Us, where we're shining light today on D'Ambrose Boyd. Hello, D'Ambrose. Good afternoon, Ozzy Stewart. How are you? I am doing hunky-dory, thank you very much. And by the <laughs> So, D'Ambrose... I want to get right into it because we have a lot to cover. Were you doing a lot of musical theater or was it straight theater? No, musical theater. Musical. I've got St. Mo, Angels for Haven. I've done a New York City thing. I've done the Christmas Carol. Uh-huh. I've done Square Garden. I've done shows throughout Europe. I've been Haven in Italy. You also involved in photography. Where did that come in in this whole thing? You were doing photography and apparel. Some really funky pieces of apparel. Where did that line up with with the? Uh, okay, uh, the photography started because I've always taken pictures. I've always done that. My brother uh, years ago got me a Nikon FM2 camera, which is a fully manual camera that fell off a bathroom truck, quote unquote. And that's how I started doing uh, photography. Or seriously. Mm-hmm. But I'm the guy taking pictures every family event, Christmas gifts, and I couldn't afford Christmas gifts, so I went out and got the material and put some scarves together for some friends, and I will tell you now that I would be ashamed to show you those scarves today, but uh, it has evolved, where I actually had them in a couple of stores on uh, 6th Avenue, 7th Street, uh, I had some in Macy's at one time, so I, uh, I, I've I never done well with uh, the things that I do artistically. I'm looking to get one or two of your your one or two of your pieces, and I know that you probably personally customize it to the to the person that I am because that's the feeling I get from you. I really love making people in the pieces that I do, and mine are, are limited. They're not always one of a kind. Some are, and mainly because I don't always have the the funds to purchase lots and lots of material. Mm-hmm. So because of that. Mine are, are limited in design, mm-hmm. but I will try to get something that I think uh, says that goes along with your essence. Right. So in, in color, in texture, right. in, in how you like to create the world. Right. I like that to be a part of what right. I do with my accessories. I told you before that I'm looking forward to sitting in front of you uh, to take my uh, take a picture or portrait or a headshot or something because you your stuff is phenomenal. Your eye is phenomenal. You're just teasing me, eyes. That's all you're doing. It's true. But here's the next thing. You're into interior design. You know, I've done some industrial interior design for a couple of companies. So, but it's just taking my my aesthetic and seeing what the need is, talking to the clients, and making it making it work. I love the shop. <laughs> also have been doing hot hosting, right? Yes, I'm a, I've been the host of Singer's Space, Open Mic, and, and the producer 
of singers and open mics mm. since 2011. I started then with a, a wonderful pianist by the name of David Pearl, mm-hmm. and he and I started in 2011, and we have uh, started out in Symphony Space, which is uh, a cafe in Symphony Space called Black Dahlia on 95th and Broadway. And we started out, you know, then we had the open mic, but we've been there since 2011. David is no longer with us, but I've got other musicians to come in and mm-hmm. play. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, it's very much like hanging out in my living room. It's a comfortable uh, adult jazz, uh, musical theater, standards, and the food is good, the drinks are uh, good and not expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, we stopped it. I'm thinking of having a resurgence of something close to it. Mm-hmm. So keep, you know, keep an ear out. I, I've got a little something in, in, my, in my mind. And you are inspiring me uh, <laughs> to do that because of what you're doing. With uh, both your video series and your talk series, I thank you for that. Thank you. So, very much. So, has this? How has this pandemic skewed your view on life altogether, all around? Uh, I, I, I'm not sure how to really handle uh, the information. There's a political side of this, and what the, uh, the the president is saying, and, and, and his lack of leadership, my opinion, mm-hmm. um, regarding it. Um, the great leadership that the governor is giving and being very clear uh, about how this thing, about what they know and what they don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, during the beginning of March or maybe the middle of March, the people uh, from the district that grew up in, someone had died. Actually, mm-hmm. I don't know if it actually died. Mm-hmm. And it was a funeral. And so all of us were, were a group of us, the group together were there. Almost everybody that was there got sick. Mm-hmm. And the minister of the church which wasn't our church. But then he actually died. Mm-hmm. So that was uh, the first, you know, realization of how strong it was. Right. This, uh, and then since then, uh, one of my dear friends, Lloyd uh, Cornelius Porter, he passed. He was 49. He's a, an amazing uh, uh, person. First, an, an actor, a dad, a husband. He often was referred to as the mayor of uh, Bedford Stuyvesant. Mm-hmm. He and his wife had a place called Red Die and Red Loves where we would go and, and just sit on to go and just hit and sort of glean from, from others and, and be encouraged and inspired. Mm-hmm. And, and he says, you know, both with Hillary's famous ginger scones and a banana bread <laughs> and Lloyd just pontificating about and what people need to be doing and, and, and encouraging people to do what their organization is doing. So right. When he passed, mm-hmm. um, that finished for a big move. You know, that was the first person that I love mm-hmm. and died with. You know? mm-hmm. So I, I don't have answers. I don't have answers. I, right. I, I don't have answers. Right. So... I am so happy that you had a mild case. I've uh, gone through some people who have passed, quite a few, yeah. etc. And um, I'm happy that yours was mild. I'm sorry that you lost those who have been dear to you. But now let's go to um, with what's going on now since George Floyd. I've been seriously traumatized by the visual of his passing. And I just wanted to find out from you, you know, did you have what, did you have any situations that you of confrontation with the police as you were growing up? When the police officers are behind um, more now, I still get a little anxious of what, what's going to happen next. I never think uh, up until recently that you know, I, I might be shocked, but I always think that there's some power of 
boiled. People are now responding to before, but keeping quiet just to keep the job. And younger people, more so than I said, and older people. I haven't heard many people my age or older doing this. But the, the younger people are, are they, they've had enough. They've treated, they've had it, it's unfair. And, uh, what kind of mistreatments, though? What kind of unfairness? Uh, I, I read uh, something on Facebook where a uh, young black writer so was spoken down to by the director uh, where they just don't even respect the reward or they make off-handed jokes, uh, racist jokes that it's all right to do in front of them. I've got a part of stage manager who has said that he has been told that when he's working backstage in the dark, someone says, oh, you're going to stop like a scene or I want to touch their hair or or want so just two things that are, are inappropriate in this day and age. Yeah, the thought is like when we go back to our new normal, who will we be, you know, right. individually right. and collectively, especially after this year, 2020's COVID-19, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd. And, you know, there have been 86 other black people who have been killed by police as of June 4th, just this yeah. year. So with that and the protests, with all of this stuff happening, who will we be? Black, white, brown. You know, and it's, it's uh, the bottom line is, as I tell everybody, we have to stay on the game. What's the game? The game is change of policies to change the minds. Yeah. That's number one. And the convictions to help the hearts. Convictions to help the who? The hearts. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ease the hearts. Ease the pain. You know? What is your feeling? I agree. What, what we need to do in voting, not just for president, but for local officials, because they, they're the ones appoint police chief. That's right. And so that, those turn out are very, very low. The force go out and make sure that, the, that who we elect That's right. are, are going to do whether it's good for us. Right. I am so happy that you have agreed to spend a little time with us. I appreciate your time. (laughs) You're, You're welcome. Thank you very much. And folks, my dear audience, thank you for spending the time with us today. And don't forget to share D'Ambrose's story here. So remember, when you're on your beat, stay on the sunny side of the street.